Welcome to Anchored in Transforming Truth, a podcast dedicated to learning and applying the truth of God's Word to our lives. And now for today's episode. Hi, you guys, this is Indy, and welcome to our newest episode of Anchored in Transforming Truth. So this episode will be airing when November 1st this will be the first of uh, episode of November and so today I just wanted to come on and chat I promise you guys this is not going to be a episode where I'll say oh I just want to chat with you guys for a couple of minutes and it ends up being an hour it's not going to be that um but I did want to come on and you know I was thinking a little bit this week and doing some reflecting some reflecting of the year and just overall reflecting of my life and this is typically you know the time of the year when a lot of people begin reflecting I think um, it's the end of the year and so you start thinking about you know what did I accomplish how was the year um, you know, you think about the goals <clears throat> that maybe you set, the goals that you want to have for the new year. How do I want to show up for the new year, new year, new me, all of those things. So I've been reflecting the last, I would say the last week. And, um, you know, really just been spinning a lot of plates <laughs> getting some things in place and I'm sorry for my voice all this week it's been going I had to get a little water all this week it's been going in and out I don't know why Um, my son was saying that maybe I need to talk at a lower register since I'm talking more so I don't know I don't know, but um, looking into it, and I think this has been like an off and on thing this whole past year. There's been times when I got on here and my voice was just doing its own thing, so I don't know. Maybe I'm tired, but anyway, doing some reflecting and just really thinking about this year, this last two years, um, you know, the growth that... I've been making or I feel like I've been making with on my journey with God and then you know some of the things that I've been working on and um, just this whole pandemic thing that we thought initially was only supposed to be two weeks Uh, it happened in March and it was supposed to be over by like March 15th or 30th or something like that and here we are pretty much two years later and we're still you know dealing with remnants and and residue of a pandemic and so just really reflecting um you know giving myself a grade or a scorecard and so I was just wondering are you guys also Uh, Do you usually have any kind of 
reflective routines that you do at the end of the year, maybe closer to December. Um, sometimes people do it in January. They wait till the full year is over and then they spend January, instead of setting out a whole new set of goals, they spend January kind of reflecting and brainstorming and goal setting and then they get started end of January, February. So, um, I don't know. I was just wondering if you guys had that type of routine or if COVID maybe has caused you to, you know, enter it a little bit sooner, more than later. And so I was thinking about uh, maybe about three, maybe four years ago, um, three and a half years ago or so, I was in this mastermind group and we were all reading um, the 15 laws by, of course I would lose the name, 15 laws by, I can't think of his name, um, I'll think of it hopefully by the end of the episode, if not I'll put it in the I'll put it in the description, but we were reading 15 Laws, and in that book, it just really introduced a lot of new concepts that I wasn't aware. Um, it introduced a lot of concepts that I, I had maybe experienced before or encountered before, but didn't have the language for it. You know, sometimes we live things, we we know things, we, we go through things, but we don't have the language to convey it clearly to ourselves or to others what it actually is. And then you have like an encounter or you watch a documentary or a show or you read a book and in, you know, you'll read a page or you'll hear something in the documentary or the study and you're like, wow, light bulb. That's the link, that's what you call it. Like it actually is a thing. So that was my experience the entire book. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was a mastermind group um, at the church that um, I was attending. And it was uh, maybe about eight, nine, ten of us that met each week. And we would read like a chapter of the book and then come back and discuss it and you know, everybody would give their takeaways and, and, you know, what they got from it. And we would share, you know, and, oh, okay, you know, I didn't think of it that way. Or, or yeah, that was the same thing I was thinking. And we would share experiences that may have been relatable or, you know, whatever was appropriate for the discussion. And so it was really impactful to me. Um, especially in in one particular chapter I believe maybe it was chapter three where um, there was a person that was interviewed Dr. Jonetta and she stated um, I just I decided to think different so she was talking about how you know she had had really rough time and challenges abuse and poverty and and um, things like that growing up and in her early adulthood and then at some point in her life she decided she would be different she decided she would think different 
And when I read that, I, it, I don't know why it was just such a, like a shocker, like, I don't know, ice water to the face or something like that. It was just, wow. And so since then, that and so many other concepts from that book um, have just, they've just stuck with me. And so I was thinking today, you know, as, as I was, or not today, this week, as I've been reflecting, um, just kind of thinking about and giving myself a scorecard on how well I've grown, um, how much progress have I made, how much of my progress that I possibly interfere with because I want it my way <laughs> um, or because I thought I knew better in some silly indie way. Um, you know, how much did I interfere? How much did I prolong? How much did I um, willingly surrender and submit to? And why were some areas easier than others? Why did I decide in my mind that some areas were harder than others? And so just really kind of thinking through, you know, not in one moment, but just at different points this week, um, just kind of reflecting on that thinking about you know where at the time we are in October which we still are but it was earlier in October um, or a few days earlier but just thinking about we're in October we're getting ready to hit November December and then you know just wondering how is it going to end sometimes you know people will look at oh we're at the end of the year so let me just chalk this one up and I will start planning for the new year. But no, you know, we still have two months. And especially if you're a believer, there are so many things that could happen in two months. Um, COVID-19, for example, we entered January 2020 just really hoping it and believing it was going to be a better year than ninth than 2019 so many people you know which had had a really difficult 2019 and so since we were entering 2020 the year 2020 it was going to be 2020 vision and just clear vision and you know all of that and in a span of two months from january to march everything changed just in two months and so here we are in October and we're getting ready to enter November and December. A lot can happen, not necessarily negative, but a lot can happen. And so um, uh, John Maxwell, the <laughs> sorry, that's his name, the author, The 15 uh, Invaluable Laws by John Maxwell told you guys I would, it would come. Thank you, Lord, uh, for helping your girl out. So it was John Maxwell. Phenomenal book. Excellent book to read to end the year, to prepare for a new year, or at the start of a new year. 
excellent book to read. But anyway, um, you know, a lot can happen in two months. And so I've learned that we can't just chalk it up. Um, that, oh, it's over. Let's just by default begin planning for this new year. So the quote from Dr. Jonetta in this book where she said, I decided to think different. The reason why that was so impactful for me uh, at that time is because I had just, God had just brought me, was in the process of bringing me back to full swing. Um, I had just come, you know, a few years before that um, was a really hard time. I was just coming out of depression uh, and had been, I had been working and had did a couple of job changes, but just a lot of transition. And I was just at that point beginning to kind of normalize or stabilize, right? And, um, you know, God was, I didn't know at the time, getting ready to establish some things for me. And um, he was getting ready to introduce some things into my life and um, new opportunities. And he was getting rid of some things in my life. Just a lot of transition was going on around this time that I was reading this book. And it was somewhere in the course of that mastermind group and reading the book and really um, taking the concepts in the book to heart that I started to think about the idea that God is intentional. I talk about that a lot here on the show and that's when it first developed during that time. God is intentional and where that that concept or that belief came from that God is intentional um, and I really didn't realize that about God like I sincerely did not think that way or that particular thing about God prior to then but it hit me after one of the sessions I was walking to the car and I was thinking about God is so intentional and his timing is so impeccable. Like when he introduces you to new information, information that may change your the trajectory of your life. You may have been going in one one direction and, and you you get just this information, uh, this idea, and then it sends you into a different direction um, you may decide I don't want to do this anymore I I now want to start doing this I want to take care of my health I want to this I want to that but I realized that God was intentional because it had only been months that we had been back at this church um, we had kind of stepped away. There were some personal family things that were going on and, and we kind of stepped away from the church for a little bit and then we had a whole stint where we weren't attending church at all. Um, you know, during the time of my depression, I wasn't even praying over my food. I wasn't praying and talking to God. 
I I may have even held a grudge against God, you know, why that whole why me kind of thing. And so it had been only a couple of months, a few months, three or four months, maybe five months that me and, and the kids had been back at, at the church and um, invited to join this group, not knowing what to expect not knowing that this was going to totally change my life like this book and this group totally not exaggerating totally changed my life and i was talking to my son about this and i said you know i was at like peak performance for the time i wasn't at my peak but from where God had just brought me up from, like literally from the pit of hell, is what it felt like I had just, God had just brought me up from. Um, and to have this kind of like, um, I don't know if clash with God is the word, but to have this impact with God the way I did through that book and then the kind of the results that happened after that has been life-changing if I had to pinpoint a pivotal time of my life that would be one of the major ones the top three and so I realized that God was intentional because he had set as part of my course for me to return to the church to be there long enough to send the idea to the pastor to for him to read the book or come encounter however he came encounter with it and decide that he wanted to share it at the church and that the group that he started with before it expanded into like an all church thing that I would be part of it and um, the other people that were also part of it that they would have the kind of ideas and comments and experiences that they had to share and that I shared, you know, some of the experiences that I had and reflections from the book and all of these things taking place. And then reading that comment from Dr. Jonetta, um, I decided I would think different. I was going this way and decided I would think different just to have all of those things. You know how the Bible says God causes all things to work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And so for God to do that, not only was it just mind blowing how intentional he was, but I even went beyond that concept to the understanding that his timing is impeccable. God is not only intentional, but his timing is, is impeccable. And that we get a choice to say yes or say no to the timing of God, the rhythm and the pace of God. And if God is intentional, and I believe he is, and if his timing is impeccable, and I believe that it is, at the moment that he introduces an idea to you, uh, you can be watching a television show, a commercial, a movie, you could be out people watching and you get an idea, you get a different perspective, 
Uh, you can have a bird fly in your path and it, it causes something to occur in your mind and your thoughts. Um, you could be sitting brainstorming and where maybe you had writer's block or you couldn't come up with the solution. You couldn't figure out where um, the budget went left. All of a sudden, something comes together and it changes everything. And you sit up straight in your seat and you're like, okay, okay. And then you begin working through it. And now where maybe you struggled somewhere, this one thing, this one moment, that is the impeccable timing of God moment. That is the intentionality of God experience that you have just encountered. I'm convinced of it, right? I'm even someone who is not a believer. How do non-believers, how do people who oftentimes don't even believe that God even exists, they don't believe in God, they don't believe the concepts and principles of God, how all of a sudden do they turn their life and begin living a life for God. How does a murderer or a rapist or some uh, prostitute or a drug addict or uh, an abuser, um, a liar, someone who takes advantage and manipulates people um, for their gain, how do these people suddenly have a complete switch in their thinking and now they want to live for the Lord they want to learn the concepts and the principles they want to embed it in their heart and they grow passionate not only to live their life for the Lord but they want to tell others too and they share their testimonies and and you hear these just impactful testimonies and you honestly sometimes you look at these people that you know now and they tell you where they came from and you think that is impossible like that they're lying that it's it's such a dramatic transformation you think that has to be a lie like they have to be making that up you don't even look like someone that has gone down that road. That is the impeccable timing moment of God. That is the intentionality, that point of impact. And so in thinking about all of that, I'm, I have been thinking about what is it that God has been teaching me, right? What is it that he's been teaching you? What have you been learning to do better, to do more consistently? What have you been working at? And it doesn't mean you have to have already conquered it or be successful at it, but what have you already been working at? What, where is, where in, in your life have you experienced a desire to do different on Monday, starting November, the first of the year? You know, if you've said that or thought that recently, that is the impeccable timing of God, the intentionality of God that you have experienced. And 
where it becomes the impeccable timing of God, we are not smart enough within ourselves to come up with these changes, these drastic transformations. Um, Romans 12 and 2 tells us to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how does God renew our mind? Through his word. And his word is not just I've shared this with you guys. It's not just the word in the Bible. This That would be the main source because that's God's word. But if he has spoken to you any type of promise, if he has um, given you a word of prophecy and it it confirmed in your spirit that, that that sounds accurate to what I've been sensing, the move of God or the move of the Holy Spirit is going to be in my life. That sounds accurate. Um, that is how we re he renews our mind. But also, it can happen through books. Like it happened with me with that mastermind group and, and the, the 15 Invaluable Laws. Um, look very closely, especially during this time. Look at very closely the kind of changes that are taking place the kind of thoughts that you're having in respect to transformation or change or renewal, right? Um, because you could be experiencing impeccable moments and intentionality of God moments and maybe not have realized it. Look at, just take a moment, slow your pace, as often as you can in these next couple of months and just be very intentional um, you know oh I don't want to watch that show anymore or maybe you're eating ice cream and your body is saying I don't like ice cream <laughs> and so you need to go non-dairy or you decide you want to go vegan or just look at what's taking place in these next two months and I would encourage you to talk to God and ask him, is he showing you changes that he would like for you to submit or surrender to? And this is why it's important because what is it that God knows about your up ahead, your destiny, right? Jeremiah 29 11 says that uh, I know the plans <clears throat> that I have for you. Right. So if God knows the plans and he knows who we need to be in order to have the capacity to hold that person, to hold that um, that we need to be to hold those plans, to operate in that environment. If if we're not at a place where we have experienced God's best, then there is some transformation that needs to take place. Um, so that we can experience God's best. Let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. Um, why do we need to let that mind, the mind of Christ, become our mind? Because that's the mind that understands God. Our minds don't understand God, so we have the Holy Spirit to help us understand. But if we are tapping in 
and pursuing the things of God and being very um, attentive to the changes and the conversations that we just happen to fall into. How did I end up having a conversation with that person? How did I end up, you know, turning down this street and finding out there's a park here? How did I, you know, whatever, paying attention to those that, that impeccable timing because God wants to set you up for whatever is getting ready to come around the corner. He knows what needs to happen, what needs to take place. <clears throat> and I believe that being in this pandemic, um, that part of some of the uh, series of events that have taken place in your life during this pandemic, whether you were shut down, whether you decided to open a business, you went back to work, uh, whatever it was that occurred individual to you, uh, has played a part in the turning of your path, right? The redirecting of your path to get you on course towards whatever it is that God is preparing for you. And so I just wanted to come on and share that to just pay very close attention, maybe spend some time in the next two months and be uh, reflective of of just think back to you know, what's been going on with you? What's been going on with your thoughts and your, you know, what are the ideas that you've been getting? What have you been writing in your journal? What are the scriptures that have been really speaking to you? Uh, if you've been listening to a particular minister, what is the message? Do Have they had a series of messages that you all of a sudden became interested in this minister, this person, and their series of messages, what has that been about? What have they been talking to you about? God is very intentional to what he introduces to you. He's very impeccable with his timing. And he needed to introduce the 15 laws to me at that time because whatever other things were going on in my life, he was setting up little markers. He was setting up uh, placeholders in my mind so that he could over time renew my mind um, so that I could begin growing in the capacity of whatever it was I needed to become, grow into, mature into, so that I can hold the future that he was leading me to. And that is the same for you in your individual way. Even if you're a spouse, you're a parent, you're in charge, any kind of leadership role, you still have an individual call on your life and your character growth, your development, how you mature in Christ, um, how much time you spend with Christ. Um, you may have just an easy command of the Bible, the Word of God, um, even from not even spending time. But has God been calling you to spend time? Right? Why? Why all of a sudden is He calling you and you're aware of it? You know, why, why is that? You know, maybe it was, uh, you know, easy for you to give up eating red meat, just as an example, I'm not speaking against red meat. It was easy for you to give up eating red meat, but it's been a challenge for you to give up um, a porn addiction or a drug addiction or, um, you know, just being really financial focused. Uh, why is that? 
why why was the mind so easy with the beef and this has been something that you've you've eaten red meat all your life why is why was it so easy to give it up and you haven't really missed it you know you you even like how you feel better but this other thing it's been a, a real challenge what is that about right and is that does that play a role in what god is getting ready to introduce into your life and according to the yes that you give according to how uh how consistently you implement um, what god is showing you and the way he's directing you uh it may play a huge role in you being ready at the right place at the right time and ready to receive you can be at the right place at the right time and not be ready to receive because you did not do the work you did not surrender you did not whatever god was calling you to so that you would be ready and as i've had seasons where i had to do a whole nother lap it is one of the worst things in the world um, when you know that you've missed a season uh, I hate using that term because it's it becomes so cliche-ish but to know that you miss that and you have to kind of like wait <coughs> you have to wait it's not a excuse me it's not a waiting until okay I'm ready now it's a waiting until God says you're ready now and you don't want to do that um so I just wanted to encourage you with that. And then the scripture that supports that was in Hebrews uh, 12. And let's see. 12 and we'll start at 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given your lives in struggle against sin. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. And so just basically lay aside the weight, the thing that is holding you up, the thing that's slowing you down, the thing that's making you run a little bit slower. Um, if God is showing you a way to lay the weight down, he's showing you He's, he's calling you, encouraging you, run a little bit faster, um, learn a, run a little bit more consistent um, because this is what I need from you because of where I'm taking you to, right? 
So I just wanted to encourage you in that. That was Hebrews 12, and I'll put it in the description. Um, just spend some time these next couple of months. Be reflective um, and be particularly aware of God's intentionality and his impeccable, being impeccable with time. Um, and then just talk to him about, Lord, what is this you're showing me um, in respect to where you're trying to take me to? All right. So thank you guys for joining me this week and have a safe week and continue to keep your family safe and continue to pray for me, right? Because God is stretching me. <laughs> He's stretching me in my faith, but amen. I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing to run the race uh, unencumbered. So, all right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Anchored and Transforming Truth, a podcast where we come together to learn about truth the way God intended. We hope to see you next week when we continue to learn, trust, and surrender to what God wants to do in our lives. Until next time.